Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The biggest takeaways from Thursday's games, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Adam Azer to break down the Thanksgiving slate of games. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Adam, and to everyone listening. And uh, we'll do one big question from each game, starting with the Bills win over the Lions, where Josh Allen probably struggled a little bit more than his, I think it was 33 fantasy points might make you think. That's a very good game. And he's the kind of fantasy player who can do that even when he's not playing well. But He's been a little rusty. I think it's six ends, uh, red zone t- interceptions in his last four games. That elbow injury seems to be a real concern with his accuracy, especially on short and intermediate throws. He's still dropping dimes like that beautiful throw to Stefan Diggs on the final drive to help win the game. But what is your level of concern with Josh Allen as the fantasy playoffs loom? It's about a two or a three. He scored 12, by my count, right around 12 fantasy points on the final two possessions of the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a touchdown in the field goal drive and a lot of rushing on those two possessions as well. Uh, The rushing totals are always going to help him. I can't really see him having a lot of games under 20 fantasy points. Even when he's bad, he's scoring more than 20 fantasy points. But um, I I do have some concerns because, as you said, you have to have watched the game to have seen and to have heard on the broadcast all the talk about it. Yeah, the, the inaccuracy, the unusually bad throws from Josh Allen. So there's something there. Uh, it's hard to really quantify. It's hard to do anything about it. But, I mean, who's who's better than him rest of season? I would say definitely Mahomes. Then after that, you could definitely go with there's some debate after that. I mean, he could be number two. I don't know. but Yeah, the problem is you know, Jalen Hurts. Struggling a little bit. Lamar Jackson struggling a lot. Justin Herbert still hasn't looked like himself. So not a lot of options. Certainly not anyone that you would be uh, likely to sit Josh Allen for, especially with Justin Fields dealing with this shoulder injury. But yeah, I agree. He's still clearly a must start. My only concern, I guess, would be just that what if this injury gets worse? You know, I hope it doesn't. But the Bills obviously have long term aspirations with not just this year, but in the long run. And, you know, if there's a situation where it gets a little worse, he has to miss a game. That would be the the biggest concern I have. But you know, when you're you have a bad game and you finish with 33 fantasy points, you're you're a pretty good player. Let's move on to the uh, Giants losing to the Cowboys in the second game of the of the day. And you had to say single, it like that. Well, uh, you had to phrase it like that. <laughs> the Cowboys beat the Giants. There you go. Let's do that. <laughs> uh, which, you know, not a surprise, but what is a surprise is Saquon Barkley, looking like he's slowing down, had 52 yards in this one. That's the third time in his past four games with fewer than 65 yards. He did find the end zone in this one, which helps, but he hasn't been quite as explosive of no. late. He hasn't looked quite the same. I don't think he hasn't really had any injuries of late, so it's not like we can point to anything there, but especially in the passing game, he has fewer. He has 13 or fewer yards in each of his past four games. What's your level of concern with Saquon Barkley as a, you know, let's say top six fantasy running back the rest of the way? I think he's still going to be close to that somewhere between six and 12. My level of concern would be about a four. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I, yeah, because look, if Daniel Daniel Jones, I thought played okay, but that one throw on that fourth down was a bad throw, mm-hmm. and that could have been a touchdown if you yeah. watched. I mean, he had so much daylight ahead of him, so Barkley could have had a fifth catch for something like sixty yards and a touchdown. We wouldn't be talking about this, uh, but no, I mean there there is definitely some concern with their offensive line as as injured as it is. I think he'll be fine. I'm guessing this is just a little bit of a slump. Derrick Henry had a little bit of a slump earlier in the year. Um, you know, Barkley still has such big playability. I trust the Giants coaches to scheme him up and get him some plays in space. So I think he'll be fine, but uh, he was never really a consideration for RB1 for me when he was playing well. Just doesn't have the upside that some of the truly elite ones have, but I do think he'll be, you know, maybe something like RB8 to 10 to 12, somewhere in that range, rest of season. All right, and then we'll move on to the final game of the night where the Vikings beat the Patriots. And this was a surprising one. Damian Harris actually got the start for the Patriots. It doesn't really matter all that much. Ramondre Stevenson was still playing more snaps in the first half. Damian Harris did miss, leave the game with a thigh injury. But, you know, they were splitting work pretty evenly. I think it was three carries for each of them in the first half. Ramondre Stevenson did have four targets, three catches, I think, for nine yards. Any concerns here about Ramondre Stevenson's workload? I mean, I, I thought he's a top 12 running back moving forward, but do, do you think he's in that range still? I, look, um, no, I only said no because Harris left with the injury. Yeah. Um, he has been a stalwart in the passing game, so that's never going to be Harris's role. Yeah, fourth uh, you know among all running backs and target share this season, Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, that's amazing, and it, it feels like it's just getting better. Uh, he yeah. had nine catches in this game, but yeah, I, I think the difference between – Ramondre Stevenson being something like RB10 and something like potentially RB2, 3, that good, is Damian Harris. So I wouldn't say there are any concerns, but I would say that if Harris misses time, and that thigh injury did not look good, if he misses time, that is potentially RB1 every week in full PPR. Yeah, I agree. He, he's got that kind of upside the way they're using him. And then a quick update after we talk about those games on the Chargers-Cardinals game, which probably has the the biggest and and you know most numerous injury concerns heading into the weekend. No practice on Thursday for Mike Williams, Greg Dortch, or Rondale Moore. Kyler Murray did practice for the second day in a row. He's on pace to play. What are you expecting Ky- from Kyler in this one? If no, you know, Greg Dortch and Rondale Moore especially. I have pretty high expectations, actually. I, I think this could be a shootout. And, you know, the Chargers defense is fine, but I, I'm not really concerned about the matchup so much. Um, as long as he has DeAndre Hopkins, I think he's going to be fine. And he could have Marquise Brown, obviously. So I, I think he's a must-start player. I was a little worried about him last week against the 49ers, potentially not fully healthy. I feel like he's, you know, pretty close to that, I hope anyway. Well, we won't know until the game starts, but I think uh, my concerns about Kyler Murray are, are pretty minimal. And he's a must-start player. Yeah, he's a top eight-ish quarterback for me this week. Um, Marquise Brown coming back would certainly help. And, I mean, you said the Chargers' defense is fine. They're 29th in scoring defense. So that's the second year in a row that they've ranked that poorly. Obviously, I think the talent is better than that. But yet again, they're disappointing, which seems to be a perennial thing with the Chargers. So, you know, they, they could turn things around. But right now, it doesn't look like a particularly tough matchup. So... Yeah, as long as uh, Kyler Murray's healthy and, you know, they gave him a seemingly an extra week to get there, so hopefully his rushing is going to be fine. I think he's going to be just fine for fantasy, and that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.